Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential. Starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing this fine day? Hello, Scott. Today I am doing brilliantly, thank you. Oh, wonderful. Uh, a few weeks ago, we we talked about something that was like brand new for me, although I remember in you know some conversations we had where you had kind of brought it up, but I really didn't know that much about matrix re-imprinting. And we had a, a lot of really good feedback about that particular episode and people wanting to know a little bit more. So before we jump right into it, I think maybe what we should do is just a little bit of a review about what is matrix re-imprinting. Yes, certainly. So Matrix Reimprinting uh, was created by EFT Master Carl Dawson in the UK, um, and it's a brilliant tool, um, which leads into what I want to talk about today, um, to respond to trauma of some kind. Mm. Uh, so if... Um, if we're feeling uh, we're in a situation and, and uh, we feel powerless um, and there's a, some sort of threat to our survival, that, uh, that will create trauma. Um, and the, the threat to the survival is very relative to our age and our ability to deal with that situation. So, so Annabelle, can I jump in just here for a second? Because I'm, I'm thinking myself and going, oh yeah, but you know, I never had any trauma. So, in your opinion, your professional opinion, uh, is, uh, you know, how, what percentage of the population suffers from some sort of trauma? Yes, uh, that's a good question, Scott. Now, I'm not a trauma expert, so I can't answer that with a scientific background. But what I will say from my experiential work with clients is that everybody has experienced trauma. Um, so they may be uh, big, big T traumas, as they're called, um, or they could be a series of little T traumas, uh, which are ongoing events that happen uh, and are significant enough to create belief systems that are most usually negative, of course, um, and, of course, therefore leading to dis-ease of some kind. So that could be deep anxiety and stress or even more deeply to illness, chronic illness. Um, so uh, tra- people tend to think of... Um, as trauma through the eyes of an adult's perspective. So big T trauma like a divorce or having to sell a house or a car accident. Uh, but of course, uh, for a child, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, that um, anything on that scale it could be just being told by a teacher that they're stupid or a friend that they're ugly uh, well, I had a I had a friend who was told that she was fat when she was 11 and she was skinny and she was anorexic for most of uh, her, you know her life so that was that would not be considered like oh looking at it a trauma she just someone just said something but for her it was a huge trauma and that was the point I wanted to make is that we all have experienced trauma and maybe a good definition of it is something that has occurred in our past which we have put a meaning on that now causes uh, behaviors and actions uh, in the future in our in our present time that uh, don't benefit us 
Absolutely. So in that moment, uh, we respond in whatever way we can, and beliefs are formed. And that those beliefs range from anything like "I'm not good enough," or "I'm stupid," or "I'll never be as good as my brother," or "I'll never be like my mother," or something like that, or uh, I, "I I won't ever earn the money that I deserve," or whatever it is that that is created in that moment. Um, so why I mentioned trauma at this point is, is you asked what is matrix reimprinting. Uh, well, matrix reimprinting is the perfect tool to use for that part of us that was traumatized at that time. So uh, it could be working on um, an experience that was had when the person was five years old. It could be an experience that happened last week when they were 55 years old. But that part that uh, closed off and split off in a way to protect us, which of course is the wonder of the mind and how it works. And so with traditional EFT, uh, speaking from experience myself, um, in the past I had found that uh, on occasions I would work with a client that may have experienced a big T trauma, uh, they may have experienced verbal or physically, physical or sexual abuse uh, or, or some uh, tra tragedy that happened in their past or it could have been a series of traumas uh, that led up to how them seeking uh, professional help. Um, but when we started doing the EFT, they were unable to connect to what happened and connect to any emotion. So it was almost as though they were um, a, a passive observer uh, looking at somebody else's life. So there would be no intensity and no charge. Now, as we know, with EFT, we need that SUDS rating, that intensity rating, because that's our gauge. That's what we go by. And uh, so most usually if somebody remembers something and it's very distressing to them, it'll be a higher intensity. If it's not so bothersome, it'll be a lower intensity. Now, uh, for some people, when they have split off um, and just in a way to protect themselves in that moment, uh, they are unable to access any emotional charge about that. And the comment that I heard uh, on occasions was, I, I'm just feeling numb about it. I, I, don't, I don't feel anything. Um, and that's quite challenging for an EFT practitioner because there's nothing uh, in that area to work with. Uh, if they feel numb now, how are they going to feel after they've tapped? Well, probably numb as well. We, we can't see if the intensity, sorry, we can't determine if the intensity is dropping. Um, so I think this, this was a crucial part in the development of matrix re-imprinting. How can we work with that part of us that splits off in order to protect us and uh, embrace it and work with it to, um, to produce healing? Right. I think that's a, that's a great point. I was, just, I was almost laughing when you were saying, you know, yes, what's your intensity? Uh, I'm numb. Okay, well, we'll do the process. Now it's your intensity. I'm numb. It's like, yes. <laughs> it's like, That's no right. Help. So because they're removed from it, there is no charge. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't recall a client in the past getting frustrated because they were numb. They were just literally telling it like it is, as if they mm -hmm. were reading a newspaper uh, article about something that was happening overseas with no personal connection to it. Uh, so literally it wasn't, it was as though it wasn't a part of their life. Now, um, 
when we experience um, negative life traumas, particularly uh, in our early years, uh, our current uh, beliefs are formed as a result of that. Um, so as I said earlier, that can lead to uh, any number of things, most usually around I'm not good enough or I'm unlovable or I'll never be such and such. And um, because the, that trauma was so painful, it required a part of us to split off and actually hold the trauma and hold the beliefs about life all in one go uh, that were created in that moment. Um, and of course, what's hugely important and the work that I do with my clients in, in and around chronic illness is, of course, those beliefs are then affecting our body. Um, and uh, manifesting as, as serious and chronic disease. Uh, so with, uh, with EF, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, with matrix reimprinting, what Carl realized was we needed to work on the bit that had split off that was so isolated and afraid um, and bring some healing to that. And he actually uh, called that part the echo. Uh, which is energetic consciousness hologram. And in our last podcast about matrix reimprinting, I talked a little bit about that because it's the echo that had taken on the trauma. So I want to make it very clear that essentially when matrix reimprinting was created, it was used mainly uh, for childhood traumas, but it can be used beautifully and very effectively on adult life too. So I've used matrix reimprinting on things that have happened to me only weeks ago or last year or um, even yesterday. But it's whatever the part that, that has taken on the trauma uh, in whatever time of our life, that's what we work on. And therefore, we change that picture that was created in that time. Um, and, and what's interesting about matrix reimprinting is um, when I first heard about it, um, and I was talking to some students actually in a workshop about it, one of the students said to me, but doesn't that deny that it ever happened in the first place? And mm, what does that point. mean? It's, it's kind of like it's taking out a part of my history and what's made me me. Um, but it, what it, it, it's not doing that. It's not denying it. It's simply rewriting or transforming the picture uh, in, in the matrix around us in the field, um, uh, really the picture that created the negative feeling in the first place. Um, so the beauty of it is it's very, very empowering. Uh, so with EFT, we look back after tapping and think, Yes, that happened. It was terrible or it was awful, whatever. Um, and now I accept myself anyway. And I accept that it happened. I'm still here. I survived. But with matrix reimprinting, what I love about it is it goes just one step further uh, because it rewrites the picture. Uh, it recreates a different version, uh, which is perhaps, well, and most probably what the Echo would have wanted at that time. The part of us that split off, what, what part of, uh, what, what events or things or people that part have really needed in that moment uh, to move forward rather than split off. Wow. So we're talking about the perception that, I had of, of that memory, or I have now of that memory, uh, at a deep, deep, deep subconscious level, uh, causes beliefs and behaviors that I don't, uh, that don't really serve me. They could be sabotaging my work, they could be sabotaging my career, they could be sabotaging my relationships, they could be sabotaging my health, but I, 
I don't necessarily make a conscious connection to all those outcomes with uh, these beliefs. And by using matrix re-imprinting, I'm able to actually go into kind of the, the seed, the, the actual memory of, of what happened and paint it in a way that not necessarily I, the adult, feel is, uh, is, is what I want, but what I perceive as what the child at that time would want. Uh, well, yes, but that's your perception. So the beauty of matrix reimprinting is we go back to the child and ask him or her what they want. So it's not about us now. It's about what he or she wants. So we connect in to that echo um, and see um, what changes need to happen for him or her to feel safe. Um, so some of the things that I've heard uh, my clients say to me since I've been using matrix reimprinting is um, I want I want to go and live uh, next door uh, with my neighbor and uh, have I, I want to enjoy um, an evening meal every night in their house or um, I want to uh, run through the, the park uh, with my with my dog knowing that I don't have to go home. Um, sometimes people have asked for um, other, other beings to join them. So, uh, for example, um, angelic beings or um, people. Uh, I've, I've had uh, a client ask for Jesus. I've had a, a client ask for Gandhi. So, so some wise uh, sage that could offer them uh, support and wisdom and protection. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that. It could be a parent or a best friend or uh, another person in their life that they felt safe with um, and, and they, they loved and, and trusted. Uh, so it's, ano- it's another, um, another perspective that would have made the situation entirely different and allowed uh, the child at the time or the adult at the time uh, to feel safe. Cool. So let us, let's get back to this numbness. Like how, how does it work so that, okay, I'm totally disassociated from um, this event. I don't actually feel any anger, rage, hatred, madness, sadness or anything. Um, so how does that kind of work? Yes, yeah, so as far as matrix reimprinting goes uh, is when um, – when we experience a trauma, um, we, we're emotionally and, of course, physically overwhelmed, um, and part of our consciousness freezes um, and splits off um, energetically. Um, and I, I believe, of course, as you know, I'm not a psychotherapist, uh, but I believe that that's quite a common term in psychotherapy. Um, and it's it's during that splitting off that the echo, that um, energetic consciousness hologram is formed or created. And when that part of the person split off, it's held in the, the energetic field around them. Um, and of course, that part holds all the information about that trauma. Um, 
So uh, the experience and, of course, most importantly, the beliefs that were formed and that whatever happened, whatever uh, was going on in that traumatic event is numbed out from the consciousness, um, almost as though it never happened. I mean, it's a beautiful way. Our body is just uh, – I'm always um, deeply uh, – deeply. I won't say overwhelmed, but not in a negative way, but just in awe of the, the, the incredible way that our body works, Scott, because um, it numbs out whatever went on as though it had never happened because it's doing that to protect us. Um, so why would we want to go back to that? So it cl- it's almost like it cleans the slate and compartmentalizes it. Um, but the problem is it doesn't fully do that because as you and I have discussed in numerous podcasts, the subconscious has a completely different agenda. And uh, that, that numbed out part uh, lives on in the subconscious and, of course, therefore influences the way we respond to things on a daily basis. So something happened, say, when I was nine, um, it was very traumatic for me. Um, my teacher, oh, oh, I'll give you an example. I may have mentioned it in a podcast in the past. My, uh, my teacher told me, um, Annabelle, uh, you're, I used to daydream a lot in class, which, of course, now I understand probably meant that I was bored silly and I wasn't motivated enough. Um, I wasn't being, be, I wasn't engaged. But my teacher said, Annabelle, you will never amount to anything. Mm. And the classroom went silent and everybody stared at me. Now, as far as I recall, nobody laughed. However, uh, I must have taken something on. Um, I felt humiliated and embarrassed. Now, at that time, something, because it was a, a traumatic experience, because I was a child, I mean, if somebody said that to me now, I wouldn't. I would not accept that. I defend myself and I I would say that they were out of line and however else I needed to protect myself in an authentic way. But as a child, he was my teacher, so I wasn't about to jump up in my chair and say, well, how dare you? Uh, So that part of me uh, disconnected and split off. Um, And probably I wasn't even aware of it happening, didn't really recall it very much. But um, my subconscious took it on and believed it very strongly. So I spent uh, the majority of my teenage years, my life at university, pushing and pushing myself, needing to be the perfect student and never really realizing why that was till actually I I started delving deeper with EFT and I realized, ah, I think it was triggered at that time. But there's an example of how uh, all that information from that traumatic event was numbed out, but the subconscious kept going with it um, and responded by me pushing myself harder and harder, needing to be perfect, having to prove something because Mr. Phillips had told me I'd never amount to anything. And uh, therefore, similar events happen, and people don't didn't have to say those exact words, but I may uh, I may hear his voice as I observe something similar, and I'm reminded, and I'm triggered again. Uh, so I I experience further stress and push myself even harder, and so it sort of self perpetuates. Wow. So. With matrix re-imprinting, you're able to get into these uh, areas that are very difficult for us to resolve and change. 
Yes. So uh, in that case, um, I would perhaps go back to that childhood experience. I'd connect with that echo. I'd communicate with her in the classroom with everybody staring at her and Mr. Phillips telling her she'd never amount to anything. And I would ask her what she, how she feels and uh, probably uh, what she would say, however she felt. Um, but uh, she, uh, my sense is she would say that she felt humiliated. Well, she probably wouldn't say the word humiliated at that age. I think I was probably about nine, uh, but very embarrassed and alone and sad. So we would then tap. I would tap on her. So this is the difference, as I explained in the last podcast on matrix re-imprinting, between EFT and matrix re-imprinting. I, I, um, I don't tap on myself about the memory. I tap on her um, and her sadness and her embarrassment and how alone she feels. Um, and then I ask her what she needs to happen. Uh, so she might say, well, I need him to encourage me and support me um, because I'm bored and I want to stare out the window and create fantasies and and uh, just live in my imagination. I don't want to sit here and do maths in the classroom. I want him to support me and be kind to me. So we would recreate that scene. We'd rewrite it in the way that supported her needs. Hmm. Wonderful. That's. And do you ever find that when you're going through this process, you or or your clients that you're working with, are surprised with what the the echo says? Oh yes, very much so. That's a great question, Scott. Um, a lo- I often hear. Um, well, I'm not really sure about this, but she or he is telling me, or I don't <laughs> understand what that means, or I can't imagine myself saying this, but, and then they tell me what the echo's saying. Um, so yes, you're absolutely right. And that's great because that means that they, uh, they're really uh, the observer. They're not projecting onto the echo because we want it to be the echo story not the client's story, because mm-hmm. the client's story is the, the real-time uh, story, like the belief that was created. We want to go back to the original event and heal that. Um, so very often people are surprised by what the echo comes up with. Um, I've had echoes respond um, very passively and gently, like, oh, I, I just want to leave this place. Um, And I've also had echoes respond uh, very violently, saying that they they want to take charge of the situation and do uh, to the other person what was done to them. Hmm. Uh, So that's uh, that's the way it needs to play out. uh, If that's what the uh, the echo is saying that they need to do to to rewrite it and to heal the situation. So you really have to work with with. I was going to say with the person, then it's like, well, is it the person? Is the echo part of the person? I mean, it kind of it, it gets a little bit uh, mind-bending when you start thinking of it in all these different terms. But you really need to work with all the individuals involved where they're at. Yes. So um, what's what's wonderful about matrix re-imprinting is uh, we may, for example, go back to uh, something that happened two weeks ago. So I was working with you. So we'd go back to that situation uh, where, uh, well, let's use the example of your um, 
your the clutter you described to me in a podcast um right. and and the kitchen had papers and everything all on on some of the countertops so we'd go back to that and we would um we would talk to who you were two weeks ago and what that was like and what was going on for you and, and what you needed to be different. But then as a result, we might find that the way that you're feeling reminds you of another situation. Mm. So just as with traditional EFT, we're constantly going further and further back, digging deeper and deeper, getting to the core. And you, uh, your echo of two weeks ago may say, well, the way I'm feeling now uh, reminds me of uh, when I was 17 and such and such happened to me. So then we would take you in present time and your echo from two weeks ago back to your echo that was 17 and work on whatever was going on for you then. So this is a process where we may go back and back and actually work with several echoes all in one session. Um, because it's finding out the original trauma that created all these events that followed. Uh, so we may feel that we've got to the original event, but in fact, there's something further back to be addressed. Hmm. So if somebody wanted to really get into uh, matrix re-imprinting, Annabelle, what should they do? Uh, yes. Um, well, I have some great news, actually, Scott, because I was so taken by this process uh, that uh, when I trained in it in the spring, I had invited Sasha Allenby to come uh, to Canada and teach us. And she is the author, along with Carl Dawson, the creator of Matrix Reimprinting, of uh, the best-selling book, Matrix Reimprinting Using EFT. So I trained with Sasha. And one of the protocols in Matrix Reimprinting, which is an, um, an even more advanced and uh, newer form of Matrix Reimprinting, is Matrix Birth Reimprinting. And we observed a demonstration of that in our workshop, and it was something that really connected with me, or I connected with it. And um, in, in the UK, the d developer or creator of Matrix Birth Reimprinting is Sharon King, and I have asked her to join us at the end of November so she can teach wow. us this process. And she's actually going to be coming to Vancouver and teaching a four-day workshop, which is split off. She'll be teaching us Matrix Reimprinting, and she'll be also then teaching us uh, Matrix Birth Reimprinting and Matrix Life Purpose, which are the two protocols she's developed. And so people can attend all four days or the matrix reimprinting part or the matrix birth reimprinting and life purpose part. Uh, she's being very flexible. Of course, if you want to attend the birth reimprinting, you, you need to have a solid knowledge of matrix reimprinting, first of all. Uh, but uh, for your information, that is at the end of November, and it's Friday the 25th through to Monday the 28th of November. Wow. And is that information available on your website? Absolutely. So you can go to www.theefthealingcenter.com and under workshops, uh, you can click on that link and it will take you to Sharon's site where uh, she talks much more about her birth reimprinting and life purpose courses and you can register there. Wonderful. So, Annabelle, if somebody doesn't want to wait until uh, or it's past uh, the end of November when they listen to this episode, uh, what could they do to get into matrix reimprinting in more depth? 
Yes, well, of course, I use it a lot with my clients in private sessions, and I offer a 30-minute phone consultation uh, at no charge. So you're most welcome to uh, sign up for that and schedule it on my website, and uh, I'll be most happy to talk to you in more detail about matrix reimprinting. So that's www.theefthealingcenter.com. Wonderful. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, we look forward to seeing you with us next week.